You are listening to the Garden Party Radio Show on Vintage Radio, the very best in Americana blues country and folk music. Enjoy. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Sunday night edition of the Garden Party. Thank you very much for tuning in or for listening to this on the podcast, if that's your chosen way of listening to this program. My name is John Jenkins, and this week we're going to try something a little bit different. I'm going to be going through the alphabet, the A to Z of country music. And this isn't just for you, this is for me as well, because this gives me a chance to discover various artists, various different types of music that covers the country music spectrum. So we're starting off with the letter A, as you would do, and I've chosen A for Roy Akuf, or a cuff, right, okay. I'll be telling you all about Roy throughout the programme while we play various tracks from his catalogue, which is absolutely amazing. Tennessee native Roy Akuf was a monumental figure in the history of country music, revered by nearly every country music fan from the 1930s to the 1990s, and probably beyond, I would say, as well. His songs, The Great Speckled Bird, Wreck on the Highway, and Warbash Cannonball are undisputed classics, but the so-called king of country music was much more than a hillbilly singer with a few Golden Age hits under his belt. He was a man whose 60-year career paralleled the development of modern country music. (laughs) 
the great Atlantic Ocean to the wide Pacific shore. From the Queen Old Blowing Mountains to the South Bell by the Moor. She's mighty tall and handsome, she's known quite well by all. She's a combination on the Wabash Cannonball. Listen to the jingle, the rumble and the roar. As she glides along the woodland, through the hills and by the shore. Hear the mighty rush of the engine, hear those lonesome hobos fall. While traveling through the jungle on the Wabash Cannonball. To Birmingham one cold December day As she pulled into the station You could hear all the people say There's a gal from Tennessee She's long and she's tall She came down to Birmingham On the Wabash Cannonball Our eastern states are dandy So the people always say From New York to St. Louis And Chicago by the way from the hills of Minnesota, where the rippling waters fall, no changes can be taken on the Wabash Cannonball. Listen to the jingle, the rumble, and the roar, as she glides along the woodland, through the hills and by the shore. Hear the mighty rush of the engine, hear those lonesome hobos fall, while traveling through the jungle on the Wabash Cannonball. Now here's to Daddy Claxton, may his name forever stand And always be remembered in the course throughout the land His earthly race is over and the curtains round him fall We'll carry him home to victory on the Wabash Cannonball Listen to the jingle, the rumble and the roar As he glides along the woodland, through the hills and by the shore Hear the mighty rush of the engine, hear those lonesome hobos fall While traveling through the jungle on the Wabash Cannonball Under Acuff's watch, Nashville became the centre point of the industry The Grand Old Opry, which Acuff hosted for most of his career Became the nation's top-born dance programme and country music as a whole grew into a massive worldwide industry. I was born in Dixie in a boomer shack, just a little shanty by a railroad track. The humming of the drivers was my lullaby. A freight train whistle taught me how to cry. I've got the freight train blues. Lordy, lordy, lordy. I've got them in the bottom of the rambling shoes. And when the whistle blows, I've got to go. Oh, lordy, I guess I'm never going to lose the freight train blues. My daddy was a fireman and my mama dear. She was the only daughter of an engineer. My sweetie loved a brakeman and it ain't no joke. It's a shame the way she keeps a good man broke. I've got the freight train blues. Lordy, lordy, lordy. I've got them in the bottom of the rambling shoes. And when the whistle blows, I've got to go. Oh, Lordy, I guess I'm never gonna lose the freight train boot. A steamboat whistle never stirs my soul. Aeroplanes and autos always leave me cold. The only thing that makes me want to navigate is the wildcat whistle on a southbound train. I've got the freight train blues. Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. I've got him in the bottom of the rambling shoes. And when the whistle blows, I've got to go. Oh, Lordy, I guess I'm never going to lose the freight train blues. Now I know I'm old enough to quit my running around. I've tried a hundred times to stop and settle down. But every time I find a place I want to stay, 
A freight train hollers and I'm on my way. I've got the freight train blues. Lordy, lordy, lordy. I've got them in the bottom of my rambling shoes. And when the whistle blows, I've got to go. Oh, lordy, I guess I'm never going to lose the freight train blues. On the country music timeline, a cuff lay on the cusp between the old-time string band era and the dawn of the honky-tonk age. He was a stubborn and conservative man, not only in his religion, morals and politics, but also in his musical approach. While contemporaries Ted Daffin, Ernest Tubb and Bob Willis gleefully featured electric steel guitars and even drums, Okuf resisted amplification for as long as he could, hiring instead acoustic dobro player Pete Kirby, whose proficiency on that recently invented instruments gave Koof's band a unique sound. Creaky mountain bread and sometimes off kilter voice, and his many songs about fast trains, hard prayer, and clean country romance are, on the one hand, old fashioned. When he sang about the lack of prayer in Wreck on the Highway or his broken heart in The Precious Jewel, he did so with an unwavering sincerity that today feels almost naive. But goodness knows he meant every word which is exactly what made his fans flock round him in the 1940s and what keeps his music refreshing and exciting decades later. I was standing by 
by my window on a cold and cloudy day when I saw the hearse come rolling to carry mother away will the circle be unbroken by and by Lord by and by there's a better home awaiting in the sky Lord in the Lord, I told that undertaker, undertaker, please drive slow. For this lady you are hauling, Lord, I hate to see her go. Will the circle be unbroken by and by, Lord, by and by? There's a better home awaiting. In the sky, Lord, in the sky. Went back home, my home was lonesome Since my mother, she had gone all my brothers, sisters crying, what a home so sad and low. Will the circle be unbroken, by and by, Lord, by and by. There's a better home awaiting, in the sky, Lord, in the sky. The Great Speckled Bird which Cuff first recorded in 1936 was actually an old-time hymn associated with the hardcore religious outfit The Church of God. Cuff had been enamoured with it since childhood and his own rendition is mysterious and captivating. Cuff liked to have fun, he was sometimes of a ham on stage and quite the ace on the yo-yo and he and his band cut loose on train songs like Night Train to Memphis, Fireball Mail and the Wabash Cannonball. All that good time energy helped balance the dead serious tones of Wreck on the Highway. Be honest with me, dear, whatever you do. Remember your mind, dear, so always be true.
you love Americana, blues, country and folk music? Well, you've come to the right place. The Garden Party. Each week on Vintage Radio. Akouf remained a figure on the Opry for the rest of his life. In his final years, even greeting fans from the porch of a specially built house on the Opryland grounds. When he died in 1992, country music had not only lost one of its living legends, but an entire era that went with him. Thank you. 
was uh, 40 years ago this year that you made your first appearance on the Grand Ole Opry show. That's can, correct. Can you recall what sensations or what, what the circumstances were, uh, who was on the show, what you did and so forth? Well, sure. It's uh, uh, no trouble, Joe, when you're excited about something, uh, you can always remember it. Uh, it was a very exciting night to me when I first went on the Grand Ole Opry. Uh, at that time, they had mostly uh, what they call uh, string bands. They were the uh, possum hunters, the fruit jar drinkers, the gully jumpers, and, and uh, the Crook brothers, and Sam and Kurt McGee, Sarah and Sally, the Delmore brothers, and all the, but they were big names. Had they all made records? With, no, records? two or three of them had made mm -hmm. recordings. Uncle Dave Macon had made some recordings, and maybe the uh, Delmore brothers. But uh, no, recording uh, in, in our uh, Grand Ole Opry field uh, was very light at that time. But uh, all of these people were uh, on the Opry and it was an exci a very exciting night to me and I was very nervous. And, uh, but this is particular night, I went there as a fiddler. I used to be a fairly good country fiddler, but that night I wasn't so hot. I was nervous and my bow played too shaky and all, but I did the great speckled bird that night. A prodigal son, one strayed from his father, to travel the land of hunger and pain. And now I can see the end of the journey. I'm going to heaven again. Goodbye to the world with all of its sorrow. Goodbye to the field that I used to roam. I'm going away where life is eternal. My shepherd is calling me home. I'll leave you the day to help all your neighbors. I'll leave you the night to solemnly pray. Try to repent and ask for forgiveness. We'll meet up in heaven someday. From out of the sky, he's coming to meet me to wash all my sins and call me his own. Servants will bring a ring for my finger, and never no more will I roam. And now I must go back home to my maker, where kindness and love will make us as one. Try to be strong if you're ever tempted. Remember the prodigal son. Were there many singers, uh, or was it mostly instrumental on the mostly show? Mostly instrumental. Right. Mostly instrumental on the Grand Ole Opry. They, uh, those that were singing on the Grand Ole Opry were crooners. That was back in the days when uh, 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 Bing Crosby was so popular with such a soft, beautiful voice. And everybody wanted to sing like Bing Crosby because uh, they felt that that was the way to get somewhere and to have something. And uh, I rode back, and my own good 
country way, just like I was when I went back in Union County, going over the hill after the cow, cow to bring her in for milking. And that afternoon, I'd always sing. Just, I was singing all the time in the country. So I just reared back to the microphone and sung in my own natural style. the reaction to the great speckled bird? Uh, Joe, you could hardly believe it. No one on the Opry had ever had such an ovation or standing ovation. And even the old-timers that were there, when I speak of old-timers, I'm speaking of Uncle Dave and the, all the other old, the people that were there, the band, they couldn't believe that a, a fellow could come in there and and uh, disturbed the audience like I did. I, I more or less excited the audience. And uh, I, I encored uh, three or four times with the Great Speckled Bird. And uh, I never will forget that my wife was, was there and she was standing in the wings and Uncle Dave was standing there and Uncle Dave was a lovable person, but he says, uh, well, he's new here, it, he won't last very long. <laughs> with my darling to the Tennessee walls when an old friend I happened to see I introduced him to my loved one and while they were dancing my friend stole my sweetheart from me I remember the night and the Tennessee only you know how much I have lost Yes, I lost my little darling The night they were playing That beautiful Tennessee
sing with my darling to the Tennessee walls when an old friend I happen to see. I introduced him to my loved one, and while they were dancing, my friend stole my sweetheart from me. I remember the night and the Tennessee walls. Only you know how much I have lost. Yes, I lost my little darling the night they were playing that beautiful Tennessee walls. The Garden Party, the weekly show on Vintage Radio, with the very best in Americana, blues, country, and folk music and chat. Well, uh, 1938, of course, was Depression time, and radio, it preceded television. Uh, the Grand Ole Opry must have had such a loyal following throughout the South. Was it heard uh, through the South exclusively? Was it just WSM, or were there other stations that hooked up? Uh, I, I think possibly there were some other stations carrying it, Joel, but uh, truthfully, it was a cleared channel station. Right. Uh, 65 was a cleared channel station, and it was equal almost to a network, From that is especially from the great uh, Rocky Mountains to the coast of Maine, off of the coast of Florida and down into the islands. We covered it all, and uh, it didn't take long to become known because it was just like a network show. Well, leading up to the Opry appearance, you were a Tennessee boy. Uh, when when did you start playing the fiddle and start making music? Well, I started when I was real young. On the, uh, I started learning fiddle when I was on the farm. Uh, I didn't leave the farm until I was 18 years old. But my father was a fiddler and uh, my uncle, and they were about the only musicians that were around Maynardville, which was a little town then of maybe about 150 people. And uh, But everybody sang, but everybody sung like me. They rode back and sung with their depth uh, of, their, of their lungs. They, they uh, more or less like uh, uh, people uh, who, who you hear in the symphony sing, a real strong voice. No Bing Crosby. No, there. no, no. We didn't know. I had never heard about Bing. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I was just... Uh, uh, Brought up in, in, and my father would buy some recordings once in a while. We was 25 miles from town, and he would bring a recording in once in a while. We'd get to hear uh, fiddling Joe Carson or some of the old timers. With that wind up Victrola? Well, yeah. wind up, and it was awful hard to find the key because the, the speed. The, the faster it plays, the higher the pitch goes, <laughs> so you wouldn't know whether he was in A, B, C, or D. <laughs> it was tough. <laughs> Sweetheart, I'm still in love with you. 
any idols in the music world at that point that you used to hear on the Opry or whose records you enjoyed? Joe, I, I don't think that I ever had what you call or ever tried to copy any person. Uh, I, I didn't get to hear very much. I had, uh, there were no idols uh, as far as uh, uh, the music industry was concerned. I, I guess I thought just as much of my father and my uncle as anybody because they were doing something that I loved to do was play the fiddle. And uh, I guess that they would have to have been my idol at that time trying to do what they were doing. How about Jimmy Rogers? Had you ever heard of him? Did he have much of an influence at, on you? Not at that time. Uh, later, later years when I moved from Mandeville to uh, Fountain City, a suburb of Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, I, uh, I became to hear uh, Jimmy's numbers on the, on the Victrolas uh, on, uh, down at the corner store. And uh, I began to, to like Jimmy. I liked to hear him sing. I thought he was wonderful. Um, but I never, I never did try to copy him. I loved his songs. I sung some of his songs, but uh, not in any copy way at all. I was still just a Roy Acuff. I had no idea right at that time that I ever wanted to make a career of, of uh, entertainment or country music. You were there in my arms, alone in the moonlight. 
The trees played the walls of the wind. It was there that I knew I'd love you forever. We danced to the walls of the wind. The stars up above you looked down in your eyes and told me the night would never end. Now I'm dreaming of you till we meet tomorrow and dance to the walls of the wind.
Well, all right. Now it's 1938. You've made this appearance in February in the Grand Ole Opry and obviously caused quite a stir with a great speckled bird, with an ovation and lots of mail and so forth. What then happened? Well, I, the bird flew good for a while and is still one of the most requested, requested numbers on the opera day. But I realized that I had to come back with something to, uh, to stay alive. I felt I did. So I picked up the Wabash Cannonball and uh, the Night Train to Memphis and uh, the Wreck on the Highway, some of those numbers. But the Wabash Cannonball, I brought it in the, out into the front by the whistle. I created a whistle on the Wabash Cannonball that uh, none of the others had ever done. It had been recorded before. Uh, but I, I think I created a, a listening audience uh, waiting to hear that whistle. Uh, it wasn't the cannonball, it wasn't Roy Jacob, I think it was the whistle that they wanted to hear. Soon one. 
there you go. There's quite a selection of Roy Akuf songs there in this programme. I hope you've enjoyed them and you'll check out Roy and his music. And I'll be back next week, next Sunday, for another hour of music. And I'd just like to say thank you very much for listening then. You take care, look after yourself, and I'll be seeing you soon. Bye now.